Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, just a quick reminder that uh, you have until January 1st, 2018 to head over to tinyleaps.today and claim your free guide to crushing it in 2018. Now, it's not going to disappear completely. Uh, It's not like I'm destroying it or deleting it or anything like that. Um, But it's not going to be available uh, as easily after that date. So take advantage of this now. Head over to tinyleaps.todayy right now and I'll see you there. In this episode, I break down my thoughts on a quote and also bring in some community thoughts. Get ready because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change, big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I kind of want to break down a quote that I came across recently. So one of the things that I try to do for my own personal development and, and just my ability to move forward in life is I try to build these mental models. Right. So this is something that I've learned from um, speaking with people that are further ahead than I am, people that aren't official mentors by any nature, but uh, are willing to sort of give me their thoughts and advice when I need it. Something I've noticed is that they all tend to have, or at least the most successful of them, tend to have uh, mental models and systems that they've built for themselves. Uh, So Ray Dalio, for example, and by the way, Ray Dalio is not someone I have access to speak to. I I definitely wish I did. But uh, Ray Dalio, the founder of Bridgewater Capital, he recently released a book called Principles, which I've actually identified as uh, one of the first three books I'm going to be reading in 2018. And this was his whole concept was uh, what are the principles by which we can all sort of make decisions long term. So when something happens, we can make something make a decision based on past experiences and, and, and just sort of the principles we hold around this kind of event. In that way, you build these mental models and these tools. 
So another book that I have on my list of books to read early in 2018 is Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss, which has a similar concept. So he speaks to all of these incredibly successful, as far as career goes, people, and uh, they share their thoughts on some key questions that he asks across all of them. And it's interesting. It's, it's really interesting thinking through this and recognizing that some of the most successful people in the world, the way that they live their lives and think about things is through these mental models. And uh, it's even more interesting when you start to think, well, what if we all have mental models and it's really more about developing better ones as opposed to having to create ones. So one of the ways that I try to uh, develop and build my mental models is by analyzing and breaking down uh, quotes and the things that some of these successful people say and the people that I follow and pay attention to. And one of those quotes stuck out to me recently. It came from Gary Vaynerchuk, which you guys know I'm a huge, huge fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. And the quote was um, pretty straightforward, pretty simple. But um, it, it really just stuck with me. It was one of those things that uh, I could understand on a basic level, but I couldn't help but feel that there was something more to it. And, and so the quote is, skill is a commodity, mindset is everything. Now let me repeat that. Skill is a commodity, mindset is everything. Now I posed this quote to the Facebook community, the private Facebook group, and um, I, I got some interesting responses. Before I jump into that though, because I do want to share their thoughts on it, before I jump into that, I, I just want to break down you know, how I'm reading that. Because the first thing that I think when I hear this quote is that it sounds similar to something we've talked about on this show before. This whole concept of the most valuable work being the strategy work, setting the strategy, figuring out what we should be doing, as opposed to the execution work, which uh, tends to be the how we do it. So the CEO makes more money than the the person sitting in the office. And part of the reason for that is because the CEO's job, theoretically, is setting the strategy, is setting the vision and the direction of the company. And that trickles down to the entry-level employee who is handling the execution of certain pieces of that. And so the, the higher up you go, the more your work becomes about the strategy and the vision and less about the execution. And as a result of that, your value increases, you start to get paid more and, and so on and so forth. And traditionally, that is how corporate America at least works. I can't speak for any other job environment. And so this this quote, skill is a commodity, mindset is everything, uh, seems to be sort of another one of those, right? Uh, another quote that, that fits the, to this idea. But as I was thinking about it further, I realized there's sort of this other layer there to it. Because that first idea is great if we are thinking about our careers, if we're thinking about you know, why is it that we're getting paid X while somebody a little bit higher up is being paid Y and what work they're doing? Why doesn't it seem like work and, and so on and so forth? Like that, it, it's a good connection for that. But I, I started to think there's this other layer there of skill is a commodity, mindset is everything uh, having to do with 
building our skills in general and how we sort of value ourselves. And so what I mean by that is if, for example, we were to build our careers and and place our value just on the skills that we have, which is what uh, I would argue a, a good percentage of people do. You know, we people go to medical school and become doctors and um, they get paid more because they have a more valuable skill. If somebody becomes a programmer, at least now, it's a more valuable skill. Uh, nursing, more valuable skill. All of these things that, that we sort of, we gain these skills because they're more valuable and they allow us to make more money. Um, but if skill is a commodity, and uh, the more I, I uh, analyze this quote, the more I start to, to think that it is, if skill is a commodity, what that would mean is that yes, becoming a doctor is a more valuable skill, but it's still a commodity, right? And so we're not necessarily competing. If, if I were to go to medical school and become a doctor 13 years later or however long it would take, I'm not necessarily competing with the general public. You know, I've, I've put in this time, I've gained this incredibly rare and valuable skill. And as a result, the pool of people that I'm competing with is smaller, but there are still people I'm competing with. And so the pool is smaller because we've gained a more valuable skill, but it's still a commodity. It's still something that can be found roughly a dime a dozen if you're looking in the right pool, right? Because you graduated with however many other people that became doctors, and those are the people you're competing with, not to mention the medical field that already existed and, and whatever it is. And, and so we look at these sort of higher tier skills and career paths and say, well, that's more valuable. I'll do that because I want to make more money. And sure, passion plays a role, but that's not what we're talking about right now. So we we look at this and we say, that's more valuable. I want to make more money. I'm going to go do that. But in actuality, we're still thinking about commodities when in, in fact, the thing that allows us to differentiate ourselves, the things that allows us to move up, the thing that allows us to improve is mindset. And mindset is not a commodity. Mindset is where everything starts, is where everything comes from. So, you know, I, I was just, I, th I think this quote stuck with me because it, it sort of flips the way we think about our careers and skill acquisition and, and just improving our value in general. And for me personally, it puts a heavier focus on developing my views of the world and my philosophies and my mindset and of course, I'm going to continue to learn new skills. Of course, I'm going to continue to get better. But a doctor who has a powerful mindset is always going to beat out the doctor who doesn't because the skill side isn't what is going to, to compete. That's a commodity. Mindset is what allows you to, to step forward. Um, so with that said, I want to dive into some of the comments sort of what the community uh, responded to this. Uh, so basically all I did, I uh, took a the quote, I posted it into the thread and I just said, I'm curious to hear your honest thoughts on this. Uh, so we have a couple of responses here. First from uh, Peter Coulter, a regular name on this show whenever I do these community uh, reads. He says, I would agree in a way, skill is a commodity, but only if you let it. And that is where mindset comes in. So that's sort of you know, similar concept to what we were just speaking to. So the skill is important, of course, but if that's all you're relying on, 
it's not going to be enough. The mindset is what allows it to not be a commodity. Um, Matt Herndon says, interesting. I don't think all skills are commodities, hence why some jobs pay infinitely more than others. But I definitely think that having the right mindset is vitally important. And even though lots of people talk about it, underrated. It's been changes in my mindset that's allowed me to learn new skills, start a business, and grow a business. See, that's a really good point there, is that these two things are linked. You know, it's not like you have to pick one or the other. Your mindset is what allows you to pursue new skills, to feel confident enough and understand that you're capable enough to learn and gain new skills. And if I, at my age right now, I mean, I'm only 25, but if I randomly decided, hey, I want to go back and become a doctor, I would probably be in school until I'm, what, 40 something, maybe even later not to mention all the years of residency and like it would be a really long haul ahead. The only thing that could get me through that and get me to actually take action on that is the mindset piece. Uh, so so that's a really good point from Matt. Uh, Michael Martin Hummel or Hummel says skill is something that comes from within. But if you don't have the mindset to cultivate your skill, all is lost. Completely, completely agree there. Uh, Reginald Chan says, I agree to some point. Skill or skills can be replaced by other people. Mindset, on the other hand, is something else. So we're seeing sort of a theme here of uh, exactly my interpretation of it, which makes me feel good. It's it's a it's good to know that I didn't completely you know lose my mind looking at this. Uh, it's good to see that that uh, people are sort of reading into it the same way that I did. Uh, so Kim Bulger says expertise slash mastery is allegedly attained after 10,000 hours of practice. So mindset is vital to cultivating the skill set in many cases. That is a really, really good, good point. Uh, Ashwin Iyengar says, in order to be great at something, you should develop some skill sets. But at the same time, in order to acquire those skills, you should have the proper mindset. With the same set of skills, you can serve somebody or kill somebody. So it's not the skills that make you great. And hence, mindset is everything. That is a really good point. The same set of skills can be good and, and, and really valuable to you, or it can be useless and or it can be dangerous or it can be whatever you choose to use it with. And, and so mindset and sort of the way you view the world becomes incredibly important for that. Uh, Michelle Debrunner says, agree with above comments. Skill is earned. And, and that's a really good point. Skill is something that you, uh, you, you really have to put in the work to earn. It's, it, it takes a lot out of you. And that's not always easy to get through. You know, it's not easy to start from zero when you are 42 and have three kids and are recently divorced. It's, it's not easy. And mindset is what allows you to do that. So that's a really, really good point there. Brittany Zielinski says, I agree. Even if the skill isn't there, mindset can make you work like a pro. That is, again, really good point. So it seems like people in this thread uh, tend to have the same view on this quote as I do. Uh, here's the main takeaway. Skill is what I think most of us build our career around. We develop a skill, whether in school or through a trade or experience or whatever it is, and we offer our value to a company or a client based on the skill and our proficiency at it. And and that's fine. That's the way that, you know, life works uh, where we currently are. However, 
what I would say is that we need to start thinking more about the role mindset plays in our valuation and in our, our value to the marketplace. I, I think that a plumber, an average plumber with an incredible mindset is more valuable than very good plumber with a crappy mindset. And, and maybe I'm wrong there, but I want to turn this question over to you because this is a community episode and you are the community. Uh, so reach out to me on Instagram. That is at Greg Clunas. Just let me know what you think about this. Do you believe that skill is a commodity? Do you think that mindset is really where everything starts? If so, let me know why. If not, I definitely want to know why. So reach out to me on Instagram at Greg Clunas. If you don't have Instagram, go download it and find me. And if you don't feel like doing that, just find me on Twitter at Greg Clunas. Um, if you haven't joined the Facebook group already, head over to facebook.com and search Tiny Leaps to request access. I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to download your free guide to crushing it in 2018. You've only got about three or four days left to do that. This baby is closing down on January 1st, 2018. So head over to tinyleaps.today right now and download it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Don't forget to click that subscribe button. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.